0: Welcome to The Boarding Party, a solo Offworlders actual play podcast. I am your host, Game Master, and player, Silas. This is a podcast where we will be playing the lightweight science fiction RPG, Offworlders. And we will be using Mythic Game Master Emulator to play it solo. A little bit about Offworlders... Offworlders was developed by Chris P. Wolf. It is a science fiction RPG. It is made for beginner players or players who really want a lighter experience but still has a lot to do. Now, a little bit about Mythic. Mythic is a Game Master emulator. A Game Master emulator is a book, PDF, or some other form of media that emulates a game master. It's kind of self explanatory, but it is very useful and you can use it to play RPGs like Offworlders solo, and you can even go into the little more number crunchy role playing games and it can still work with some minor modifications. So, Off-Worlders uses the PBTA system or powered by the apocalypse. So you are rolling 2d6 dot. The lower 1 through 6 is a failure. 7 through 9 is a partial success and 10 through 12 is a straight success. Character stats are really easy to keep track of in this game. You have four attributes, strength, agility, intelligence, and willpower. And you have to t- assign each of those stats numbers. You have to assign one a plus two, a plus one, a zero, or a minus one. Say you have a warrior, you probably would assign a warrior a plus two strength. Say you're doing a strength roll, you roll those 2d6, the answer is a 6, but because of the plus 2 in strength, it becomes an 8. So now we are going to dive a little bit into my characters. There are four classes, Outlaw, which is kind of like a thief, Warrior, which is a warrior, Geek, which is like a sign, which is a scientist type person, and psychic, which is like a space wizard, Jedi type thing. So, I did something interesting because this is a RPG podcast, and I didn't just want to make one character. So I want a little bit more variety than that. So, I rolled a d4, and I had to make three characters. So I will go over all of the characters. The first character, his name is Damon Roker. He is an outlaw. So you have to add your strength bonuses. So Damon has a strength of 2 and an agility of 1. So you add those 3 plus 3 to the 12. So his health is min max so it is 15. damon has an intelligence of zero and a willpower of minus one there is something very interesting in this game called supply supply is basically kind of a abstract measurement where you can type thing where you can use spend a supply to take Make mundane items in your pack like a coil of rope, a blowtorch, that kind of stuff. So, you have a supply of three, you cannot increase your supply. So, you have three credits originally. I will get into bonuses for credits later. There are things called skills, which you can try and decide what role you are doing. Like if you are trying to persuade someone, if you have a skill in manipulation, you can re-roll one of those dice. So, Damon has the skill of pilot and survival. There are these things called abilities, which allow you to do some pretty amazing things. Damon has the ability Sheepshot. It says here if you attack an unaware or surprised enemy, you can roll the attack as though you were skilled, re rolling one of the dice if you wish. If successful, do maximum possible damage for your weapon, ignoring armor. So, this really adds a lot of really good variety to the gameplay. And it just makes it super cool. You can choose two abilities. But as you level up, you can choose more. You can also choose two skills. To take an extra seven credits, I said you have three before. And armor, so plus one armor, and a weapon of any class or type. So I Gave Damon a light laser pistol. Damon also has a light vibro dagger. I'm imagining that just a metal dagger with a blade that can vibrate so and cut through most things with relative ease. Damon, his look, he has black hair, black trench coat, green eyes and I'm just imagining like grenades and stuff trapped to the inside of his trench coat and Damon also has a another ability called smuggle where you can store items that can easily be hidden like they cannot be found like that's why I gave Damon a big trench coat so he can hide like a small pistol or a like some medical supplies that he stole. You can also store la- larger items on a ship and people will not be able to find them. So that is the first character, Damon Roger. The second character is Shell Horza. Her class is a geek. Her health is 12. She has an armor of 0. Her strength is minus 1. Her agility is plus 1. Her intelligence is plus 2. And her willpower is 0. She has the skills culture, science, and tech. She has three skills because one of her abilities is polymath, which is get a third skill. Her second ability is hijack, where you can hijack really any computer system or electronic system. Her gear, she has a light ion gun. So that's really good for, like, mechanical enemies and droids. Her look, she has goggles, brown hair. She's wearing a lab coat with large organized pockets for storing tools and medical equipment. Now on to our third and final character, Anea Varen. She is a psychic. She has a health of 11, which is the lowest health. She has an armor of zero. Her strength is minus one. Her agility is zero. Her intelligence is plus one, and her willpower is plus two. She has 10 credits. Her skills are manipulation and sneak. Her abilities are blast, so she can make a psychic blast of energy from her mind, and scanner, so she can read the emotions of people like NPCs and other people. Her gear, she has a ornamental dagger, that is a light weapon. Her look, she has no hair. She has strange markings near her temples and a long cream-colored robe. So that is our characters. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to make a starship on this actual episode so you can get an idea of what character creation and ship creation is like so first there's the ship name i already have an idea the iron goblin so let me write that down your ship always has a hull of 15, so hull is basically your ship's health, you can either for upgrades you can choose additional armor which is plus 1 armor, advanced electronics, high end scanners, communicators, sensors, etc, advanced drive. For each interstellar trip you can choose either to take half the time or use half the amount of fuel. Afterburners, you may spend one fuel to get plus one onto a single pilot roll to evade, outrun, or maneuver. Fuel tanks, max drive fuel is plus two, high maneuverability. If you don't have the pilot skill, which Damon does, you count as having it in situations where maneuverability is relevant. If you already have the pilot skill, you may choose to reroll both the dice in these situations instead of just one. Luxury passenger quarters for the crew who wants to attract a certain class of passenger. Massive cargo hold, large enough to transport smaller vessels or a huge amount of goods. Med bay, advanced automated medical equipment, characters resting in a med bay, Heal all their HP instead of half their total. More powerful weapons, plus one damage, or a shuttle bay comes with a small shuttle that can fly independently, but could not travel between stars on its own. So, I think I really want a massive cargo hold because Damon is a smuggler, so I think they're definitely going to um, really need they need to smuggle a lot of goods. So ship has a massive cargo hold, and I think I want maybe advanced drive so you can take to you the option to either use half the fuel or half the amount of time so those are the ships two upgrades and now we can move on to the other things so its armor is 0 And damage is 1d6 of damage. And its fuel is 4. And max fuel is 4. So, I was thinking the ship to be... Kind of a ragtag ship with a like bubble cockpit and two like small cannons near the front of the ship and a very large back where the cargo bay is stored. You can also buy additional ship upgrades with 50 credits. So, a little bit about how mythic works, basically you are rolling a d100 on the fate chart, which is a random table to determine what is happening, you don't have to do that, the main goal is you have to ask mythic yes or no questions. If the answer is yes, then the thing you ask is happening. And you have to interpret the answer yourself. That is where the fate chart comes in if you are stuck and in certain other events. There's also something called the chaos factor, which there is a like base chaos factor of five. Depending on if the last session was, or last scene, I should say, because Mythic is divided into scenes where it narratively makes sense to stop and start a scene. If a scene was chaotic, like got really crazy, then you up the chaos factor by one. If the players, or player in this case, is in control, you... Lower the chaos factor. The higher the chaos factor is, the more chance there is for a yes. So that can really make things a lot crazier. So, that is it for this episode of The Boarding Party. Take care, fellow spacer. Infinite stars await.